By the way, for those of you still looking for some last-minute Christmas gifts, in all sincerity, a terrific Christmas gift for someone on your list that likes to read or likes history is uh, The President and the Freedom Fighter. And it's a wonderful story about how uh, Abraham Lincoln came to work with and came to befriend Frederick Douglass, someone who had been born in slavery and was entirely self-taught and became one of the most photographed, not one of the most photographed former slave in history and uh, somebody who educated a lot of people himself and inspired a lot of others. And its author is Brian Kilmeade. He's written a number of books, most of them New York Times bestseller. He's also the co-host of Fox and Friends and a nationally syndicated radio talk show host who you can hear every morning on WABC from 10 a.m. to noon. Brian, how are you? Frank, what's going on? You're fired up. You're ready to go. Uh, absolutely. You know it. You know it. What is Christmas like in the Kilmeade household? I imagine it's rare for you to ever get a day off. You're working six, seven days a week normally. When you're finally forced to take a day off for Christmas, how does that go? Uh, you know, Christmas Eve has emerged. When I was younger, Christmas Day was big. Uh, now Christmas Eve is the big day. And uh, that's what everyone comes over and can, uh, you know, they uh, they zero in on our house. And with my weird situation is I have three in college right now because my son went back to law school. So he's been away. My other two daughters are upstate at college. So they they come back. So um, the dynamic changed so radically. It's, it's almost if um, it, it's almost as if uh, the, I'm on vacation in, in a different uh, different household. So it comes great, and then this year I'm going to try to get over, uh, get get to Florida. But I don't know if that's possible. I don't know if you've been seeing the weather. What's going on? We're just about to get slammed. I hate. Well, I did see that. It's winter for uh, it's winter for a reason, and uh, it's looking like. Are you a snowblower guy? Or are you a shovel yourself kind of a guy? Well, the weird thing is, is that I'm always on the air. Like when they'll, they'll say, "Brian, right. it's a snowstorm. You got to stay." So my wife's been shoveling for 25 years. And because she's so good at it, I don't want to take it out of her hand. So, you know, you, you don't want to say, hey, you're so good. I'm going to get someone else to do it because her feeling of accomplishment, she doesn't put it into words, but I could see it. Uh, so I get her a snow thrower. So it's when it goes into the snow and it throws it. So. Uh, well, that's going to be something. Wishing everybody the best of luck uh, with the uh, with the weather for the next few days. I, you know, I had read somewhere, and I don't know if this is just one of these things that you read that turns out not to be true, but I have read that your son, Brian, actually has his name spelled differently than you do. Is that accurate? And why well, would you do that to a poor kid? That's so funny. You mean your sources and your team? That's right. We, 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 we spend the life. whole week preparing and research right. for this segment, Brian. And this is the only thing that merged controversial. That's right. That's right. I Believe <laughs> me, we had to look. We had to look. Right. Okay. So, uh, yes. And there's a couple of reasons why. Because I've always wanted my name spelled with a Y. Uh, because as a child... If your name is Brian and you know who you are listening right now, they spell your name Brain and you get mocked all the time. Brain kill me. And I've had teachers do this. I'm like, please, do you not know the difference? And then I realized he came out. uh, He was 19 inches long. That was my soccer number. So I said that in my mind, I said, hey, why don't we name him Brian? But let's do it with a Y so no one thinks junior. And 19 inches, that's that's my soccer number. So that's got to be a signal. It's really dumb logic. And my wife should have stopped me and said, we don't want two Bryans in the same house. And the spelling differently is not really going to pronounce it differently. 
So well, that's what I wondered about. I mean, what what do you really what gain by spelling differently? But that's a very sound explanation. Nobody's calling him brain in law school. Hey, uh, let me ask you what this uh, Democratic Congressional Committee did with respect to uh, President Trump's tax returns. Uh, President Trump has uh, declined, unlike most modern presidents to release his taxes. So this House committee, even though he's no longer in office, they said, all right, we're going to do it. Do you think that this sets up sort of a, a dangerous precedent of whatever congressional party, whatever congressional uh, committee is in the majority, they're just going to release all sorts of personal information about high-profile political adversaries? Frank, you are so on top of this. That is so correct. I'm listening to this, and we've already gone through this. They had to get his tax returns. They had to get it. And Rachel Maddow got the one page, and it revealed almost nothing. He's got no debt, and there's different investments, and he gives out money. Yeah, he gave charity. uh, He gave land as charity because he couldn't develop it. How do you know what he can develop or not? He gave a ton of land to charity for them to develop it on their own for a dollar. Number two, just wait, Joe Biden. You know, you had all these S-corporations. You, you're supposed to be making, what, $200,000 a year for, for 50 years? Why do you have all these mansions? Why are you involved in all these international deals tangentially? Where is the money? Now, Republicans say, we'd like to see them. And when the, there's resistance, go, excuse me, there's precedent. And every courtroom say, well, there's precedent. A, and a, a former president, current president, can, can get their tax returns taken. And you know what? Everybody can. And this is going to be hell mm. for both sides. But first and foremost, this next two years for Joe Biden, because their relentless fever to destroy Donald Trump, for some reason, gets Democrats the tax returns of the former president for absolutely no reason. And <laughs> to me, you, you're going to rue that day, uh, the current president. But- also just don't know who would care if you're a Trump supporter. I can't imagine you're going to see this information and say, oh, that's it. He didn't pay taxes for two years. I'm not voting for him. And if you're a Trump detractor, uh, I don't imagine you're going to see anything that causes you to become even more of a detractor. Who I don't understand the value to anyone, quite frankly. Frank, the way they do it, and I don't, uh, you know, and uh, John Costamatidis, who owns WABC, could do, uh, can do the say this in the sleep. But for people who get into real estate, a lot of times their goal is to pay zero taxes by investing in other buildings, taking incentives from cities and states in order to revitalize certain areas. And then if you have a loss one year, you try to counter it over when Trump Tower gets finished and you have something else that's a loss on the west side, you counter that, you put it together. It's extremely complicated. And when it's all said and done, accountants look at it, accountants sign off on it. They hand in the taxes, and that's the way it's done at a high level. These things go on and on and on. We can't even relate to the amount of paperwork involved in this. So for you to ask for his taxes, I get it. Trump should have given them up and just said right away, here, here it is. It's complicated. In the 80s, I did this. In the right. 90s, I did this. Right. In 2000, agreed, I did agreed. This. Politically, you know, he I bankrupt. Yeah. He got bankrupt once or twice. To me, he should have embraced that. I had it all, lost it all, got it all back. I would love that. I mean, Dave Ramsey, one of the most successful talk show hosts, talks about how he lost everything. And now he gives financial advice because he's got everything and learned through it. So uh, I just don't I, – I, this is what they do in real estate. That's how they buy. That's how real estate agents do it. Hey, hey, Mr. Mr. President uh, or Donald Trump, 
uh, you've had a lot of success here. I think we've got a building that needs some help. We're going to give you a tax incentive to start revitalizing. As they build it, it's a tax loss. When it's finished, it becomes a tax asset. And then you go maybe invest somewhere else. That's really how this whole thing churns. And for, for Adam Schiff, he would never understand that. For others who just take their salary, a fixed salary, fixed income, you assume, they're never going to understand that. But, but to me, whether you understand it or not, why is it the role of a congressional committee to out that information to the public? What is the value well, you either know what they say? for legislation? They, say that they want to see if he was profiting off relationships while he's in the Oval Office. Well, ironically, the vice president was flying to Mexico, having emergency meetings with uh, uh, business partners of Hunter Biden uh, while he was vice president of the United States. So they want to see if the reason why Saudi Arabia liked him so much is because uh, he was uh, able to cut some type of deal. The reason why the Mexican president of socialists loved him so much, there's got to be some Trump investment. And, you know, I remember Don Jr. would say, we never should have agreed to not do any international business deals because that was my thing. We mm-hmm. had all these hotels rolling and golf courses uh, set to go, and we had to stop them. He was so frustrated. So do you think that he would be doing things like this during? Now you need to know to stop him, I guess, Frank, if you press me, to running again. They want to find some way to stop him from running again. We, um, you know, uh, around Christmas, you take a look at people that are t- having a tough time this time of year. And uh, I want to thank you because on your Twitter, and I've just retweeted on my Twitter at Frank Morano, uh, you uh, shared a petition, which I wouldn't have known about, quite frankly, about this Afghan special forces soldier who's now in prison. He crossed the border and uh, he is now uh, he's apparently the guy that they put in jail. And uh, there's a petition to try and get him Freed, he seems like he is um, uh, Grant Afghan. Uh, it seems like he's really getting a raw deal. Arrested at uh, Texas Border Asylum. So I've uh, retweeted that as well, and yeah. uh, that's a crazy story. Just get him out. I mean, you should be embarrassed enough, Mr. President, about the way you left Afghanistan. So he could not get out, could not get a special visa. So he did what everybody else is doing. He went through the southern border because his brother's here already. Sure. He thought he would, they would find his credentials. Instead, they put him in a jumpsuit. That's the guy you arrest? Right. It's we crazy. We have a 98, uh, 98 people on the terror watch list. And this guy is not one of them. The terror watch list, they're detained. This guy's in a federal prison. Uh, what's your prediction for what ends up happening with Title 42 and the implications for the stadiums full of people that are expected to come in here on a daily basis once that is uh, once that's revoked? Frank, uh, they're not enforcing it much anyway. I mean, these numbers are stunning. You have uh, Congresswoman Escobar, the Democrat, saying the president's got to come down there. This is unacceptable. You have other people saying you're going to make me a Republican. And then you uh, you have obviously Henry Cuellar, but until we get prominent Democrats, and now you have Kristen Cinema who says it's terrible, uh, but she's now an independent. Until you get them, nothing's going to change. I have to say, and I'm the, one of the last people to say it because I don't like. I think it's on purpose. No one can be this incompetent. No one can be this incompetent. I think it's fought out on purpose. Uh, to allow our country to be overwhelmed by illegal immigrants. Do you know we're getting 15 buses in New York City? 15 buses. He wants billions of dollars, does the mayor. Eric Adams, right. Yeah, uh, but we're getting 15 buses. Philadelphia got five. Uh, now they, uh, the Illinois is bracing for more. El Paso's got to convert the convention center, convert two schools. 
uh, two vacant schools uh, right now as shelters. So they're being overwhelmed. And, you know, in this omnibus, the focus, I focused yesterday on it. You know what it says? Money for facilities, money for NGOs. You are prohibited to essentially build the wall or any barrier. Prohibited. So $1.7 trillion and whatever you do, don't block people. How dare you put that in? What does that tell you when Republicans are going to sign off on this? Thank goodness Mike Lee pushed back and delayed it at least a day. But they're telling you, Frank, you will not stop them. And to me, that is absolutely anti-American. A lot of folks are saying that uh, Kevin McCarthy is going to have a tough time getting the 218 votes necessary for speaker. There's still these conservative holdouts. Some people are looking at Steve Scalise as an alternative. Other people are saying maybe there's even a possibility of a, a bipartisan speaker, Democrats and Republicans coming together. You think McCarthy hangs on? I hope so. He absolutely deserves it. He's a deal maker. He's not an ideologue. He'll go in there, consolidate. Uh, I, I don't know what these knuckleheads are doing. This Matt Gates who sits on his hands as Zelensky was speaking the, last night. What are they doing? Uh, I don't understand. I understand if you have ambitions, you want to be speaker. But didn't you lose? Rick Scott lost his quest to be majority leader, minority leader, to Mitch McConnell again. So he doesn't, you know, okay, all right, I'm in line. Andy Biggs goes, I like to do it. He, got, he didn't get any votes. Okay, get in line. Get in line. What is your problem? Do you realize how much work Republicans have to do in a short amount of time? They can't get their chairmanship done. They can't get their agenda finished because these same holdouts are sitting there. They want a provision that would allow them to, at a snap of a finger, remove the speaker. Okay, you have a vote of no confidence. Here we are in March. We don't like what you're doing. Kevin McCarthy, you're out. Of course he's not going to sign off on that. Besides that, they go, yep, not my problem. McCarthy was in trouble the minute he had a slim majority because he knew there was some anti-Kevin McCarthy people, just like there's a huge contingent of anti-Brian Kilmeade people. (laughs) What I got to do is have more people that are in my camp. I can't convert them. They already hate me. So, So I can't. So that's what Kevin McCarthy stuck and the Republican Party stuck. Yeah, I, I think the um, the number of anti Brian Kilmeade people are, uh, are 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 small and diminishing in number. Brian, uh, thank you as always. Good luck with the weather, and uh, I'll look, uh, have a great Christmas. And uh, I guess I'll talk to you in the uh, new year. Absolutely, Frank. I, I love doing these Thursdays, and uh, your audience is bigger than you know. I, I cannot tell you how many people say, Brian, I heard you on the radio. Hey, you you heard my show? No, I heard you with Frank Morano. I go, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate that, Brian. Thank you. Go get him, man. Uh, listen to Brian Kilmeade on his own nationally syndicated radio show and uh, see him on Fox and Friends. And if you honestly, if you are looking for a great book, this is a good one. The President and the Freedom Fighter, all about the relationship between Abraham Lincoln and uh, Frederick Douglass. Uh, we're going to do 15 seconds of fame in a moment. 800-848-9222. You can start queuing up now. That's 1-800-848-9222. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Midnight.